Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Okay, you get to New York. Yeah. Um, where are you working? Uh, the last place I got in was the one closest to my house. I lived in the Upper East Side, and I couldn't get into the Strip to Why? save my life. Lucian, Lucian said to me, yeah. and I quote, I have enough short white guys from Boston. And that was... Okay, he, and he I'll did. tell you what he said to me when I was, I think I was 18 or 19. And I went in, and he goes, you know, you're tall. You're Jewish. You're female. I don't know what kind of market there is for... Jewish female comedians. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck is that? Joan Rivers. Yeah. It was like Carol Leifer, Rita Rudner. I mean, it was Elaine Booser. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh. Yeah. Um, he was out of his mind. But then once you pass there, you're like, oh, I love him. That's exactly you what know? it was for me. I hated the guy for a while. Yeah. And then finally, uh, and my little story there is that I sent out uh, cassettes, literally cassette tapes to right. uh, Dangerfield, Carson, and uh, Carlin. I had right. found a book called Stars of the Addresses. So I literally sent them out. Never heard from Dangerfield. Never heard from Carson. And I'm guessing I never will. Uh, but I did <laughs> get a call from Carlin years later. And this is back when your answering machine had the little right, micro yeah, cassette. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank God I wasn't home because he left me a really nice message. No way. Did you save on it? on my website. Yeah. Oh, it, awesome. Uh, it was on my website. I, I still have it. Uh, and he said, you know, if, if ever, uh, you know, thanks for sending me the tape. It was a lot of fun because it wasn't right. just me. It was other stuff. And he said, if I can ever do anything, let me know. And so I called him years later and wow. said, George, you were very kind to get back to me. You didn't have to do that. Right. Uh, uh, thank you so much. I'm an open micer. You know, uh, that was very cool of you. Uh, there's a big picture of you with your arms around Lucian Hold, who manages the comic strip, and he holds you in high regard, and I can't get in there. So if ever you could. Right. And I left him that message in the afternoon, and that night he called me back, and he said, you're on tonight at 10. Don't, no fucking don't way. Don't drop the wall. I swear to God, that's what he said. And this time I answered the phone, and Kerry knew it was him because my jaw dropped, and I was just, right. uh, 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 you know, speechless. What and a I went, fucking great guy he was. He, uh, yeah. And he uh, he got me in there and I could have read the phone book. And, right. he, you know, Lucian would have passed me at that right. point. Of anyway. course. But uh, uh, that was definitely what got the me into that club. So. Right. OK. So uh, when do you and Carrie decide to get married? Well, we dated for a long time. We yeah. dated for uh, uh, five years or something. And then we had a breakup in between. And uh, what did you do during the breakup? Uh, missed her. Oh, really uh, you know, she, who, who she decided? says in her act uh, that I kept running into him in the strangest places like his bedroom, which is true. We just, <laughs> we just kept, you know, we'd go to comedy right, clubs right. and we'd see each other and be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Well, who broke up with who? Uh, well, I uh, I felt like she painted me into a corner. She said, play me or trade me, which, you know, she had every right to do. We right. weren't getting any younger. And right. I was I was lollygagging. Right. But I did. I didn't. Judy, you know how it is when you're a comic. You don't know where your next paycheck's oh, going to come horrible. from. Oh, it's horrible, yeah. And I didn't want to, you know, start right. a marriage. 
and she was very wide-eyed and mm-hmm. you know uh, she said we're gonna make it it's gonna be fine you we're know? gonna make it yeah so uh i finally said you know i'm gonna lose her if i don't Right. Slap a ring on her. So we. So uh, she had moved out, you're saying? Uh, yeah, I technically had moved out, but we kept, you know, right. now, now we're paying two rents and we're right. still together all the time. And so finally I said, uh, you know, this is ridiculous. And she said, yeah, I've been telling you that. So right. we, uh, we got, we've been married 17 years, 18 in June. Wow. So, yeah, but together more than that. Together, uh, you know, Since almost 94. 23. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> so when you, I just curious. You're, you know, as a guy comic. Six inches. Oh, I thought. Oh. Irish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, I thought, mm-hmm. like, what what did guy, you know, you're married. Yes. To a comic. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the guy comic like? Are they like, come on, Tom, you can fucking do that. Like <laughs> on the road. Like I know so many guy comics who cheated on the road, yeah. you know. Were they like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you know, because there's so many still bachelor comics who are like in their 40s, 50s. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah. And that's unfortunate, I think, for them. Right. I do, too. But I'm not throwing stones. It's just their choice. Uh, Rogan and I were really tight back when we started because we were like banned from all these clubs together and no one wanted to work with us. Uh, So that bonded us. And he called and left me a message. And again, I wasn't there to take the call. So we have it. Uh, And he basically chewed me out saying, because he knew Kerry from Boston. And he said, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Never date anyone with a headshot. And you definitely don't marry anyone with a headshot. Now, he is epilogue. He has since... Married a woman who I believe is in the, the arts, right. uh, has a headshot. But anyway, at the time, he was like, what are you doing? They're all nutcases. But, right. uh, you know, actresses and comedians right. are specifically nutcases. Right. And uh, you, you're asking for a lifetime of misery. And, you know, we like to every year on our anniversary, we're like, oh, Rogan was wrong. Yeah. So, But I love Joe. And uh, he was just looking out for his friend, I right. suppose. But, uh, yeah, a lot of comics gave me crap about that. You know, most comics, as you know, marry civilians because they want the 401k and the health insurance and the dental. And and they don't need the competition. But like you married a fucking like, what is that like? There's not many of us out there. I know. Yeah. So uh, Ducharme and Bernadette Pauly. Right. uh, Voss and Bonnie. Right. There's a few others. Right. Some have tried and and it has not worked out. uh, But yeah, Uh. yes. Uh, And she is by insertion. Uh, And so. It, it's, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's tough, but, you know. Okay. So what happens when one of you gets something and, you know, all right, we all go through lulls, ebbs and flows. Yes. Okay. So what happens when one, like, say you're in a flow and she's in an ebb? The first ones were her flow, my ebb. Right. Uh, she got uh, Montreal uh, right. before I got, she got Aspen before I got mm-hmm. Aspen and I went with her and I was, you know, caddied, caddied for her, as, right. if you will. Did you hate that? Uh, it's tough. It's emasculating. Right. It really right. is. But I also learned early on that she is, I'm not competing against her. You right. know, if they're right. looking for a funny female, they're certainly not looking for me. And if they're looking right. for a funny dude, they're not looking for her. Right. And the, Money all goes to the same bank account, and we can rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. However, it is emasculating. She also went further than I did on Last Comic Standing, and don't think I don't hear about that every time we have an argument. Really? Oh yeah. Did you go on together? We we were this we were 
you know, the novelty backstory was that we were the married comedy couple on the show. Yeah. How so. hard is it to do? I, first of all, I hate comedy competitions. So do I. I think they're ridiculous. It's such a subjective art form. And how is Jim Carrey, who's physical, right. better than Stephen Wright, who's right. a monologist? Right, I right, mean, Those are apples excellent, and oranges. So, excellent yeah. example. So anyway, that I agree with you on that. So uh, it, it, you know, she got first taste of success and I was, but then Esty was using me at the cellar and she would call to give me my spots and Carrie would answer the phone and then it would be depression the rest of the night right, because, right, right. you know, she was like, why am I not in that club? Right. So we had those struggles, uh, but you know, we seemed to have overcome those. When did you have your first child? Uh, 2001, we had the twins. Right. No, 2001, we got married. 2002, we had the twins. We okay. conceived them in 2001. But we had twins. We had, you know, right out of the gate. Two. Right. And then Tommy was 2007. Okay. So you have twins. It's 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the best time for stand-up. No. Um, I mean, after September 11th was fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, we had to throw out so many jokes. Like, you couldn't say anything bad about George W. Bush. No. I mean, it was horrible. Did you have a big wedding, by the way? 300 people. Pretty Thanks big. for inviting me. Yeah. Anyway, so okay. um, <laughs> you you have these kids, and it's really – like now the roles are different, right? Yeah. Because even though you were equal at some point, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like who the fuck is going to stay home with these kids? Well, How did you work that out? Let me just say, out? first of all, your wedding was spectacular. Oh, that's right. It wasn't invited. Uh, I, I didn't all- have one. Okay. Okay, sure. go. So uh, go she she, uh, she has, like many women have, she kind of put her career a little bit on the back burner right, to right. raise the kids and to her credit. Uh, and I will say this because, and not just because I'm doing your podcast, uh, that's not me. No, that's my dentist not getting yeah, it. Go ahead. Uh, nice guy, though. Um, it's a woman. No, oh, nice girl. Not Jewish. Okay. She's African-American. All right, go ahead. So uh, uh, she chose to you know, stay home. She had to raise the kids. And at the time, I was doing okay. I had kind of diversified during right. like, So I was doing some commercial work, voiceover, right. great face for TV, so for radio, rather. So I did that, and I, did, I was doing colleges and some other stuff. So I was able to earn some money. Right. But I was away a lot. And she right. really did a lot of the heavy lifting right. with two – Toddler. Kids. I mean, that's and, fucking hell. And she Tom. was in hell. Yeah. And we moved when she was nine months pregnant uh-huh. to our place in Harlem, which we had for five years. And then we moved to the Burbs when she was nine months pregnant with Tommy. So the time. Where was did you have the twins? In uh, Beth Israel. No, but where did you live? Uh, we lived on the Upper East Side. Six floor walk up. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck you. I that know. is awful for that's, her. That's I why we bought the place in, Flor- in, uh, in Harlem, which had an elevator. You bought a whole place in Harlem? We bought, well, we bought a, uh, a oh, you co-op. Bought, yeah. Right. And they how come it, you left Harlem? It's so fucking great now. We loved it, and we kick ourselves, because when did we sell? 2007. Okay, you're an asshole. Yeah, I know I am, but we had to get out of the hell out of Dodge. We, 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 were, we were pregnant with our third kid. How, many, how big was the apartment? Three bedroom, two bath. Fuck you. And they were really good. To, it was a brand new building. We were the first you inhabitants. You suck, cop. We bought Where it on was paper, it? And they were giving it away to right. uh, young artists. Right. And they were made. made what was very, the address? Uh, 119th and Madison. We God were 1831 Madison Avenue. damn you fucking Avenue. asshole. Loved it. Right across from Marcus Garvey right. Park. That's where my girlfriend my is. My favorite place that I lived in Manhattan. And I lived in Tribeca, yeah. the Upper East Side, a couple of places. Yeah, I Marcus loved, Garvey's the best. I loved that, that location. Uh, so it was great. And, and you could have hung well. on to it and fucking made millions. We, okay. we did well selling it. Uh, Whatever. We, but but we didn't. But we bought. We also bought at the height of the market. Right. So we of overpaid course. for our right. place in the Burbs by a, a shitload. Where is it? 
Stony Point, New York. How far is that from here? Uh, 30 miles as the crow flies, but we're not crows, and so right. it takes an hour to get in, usually. Do you take the train? Minutes. Rarely. I drive. Rockland has shitty trains. Right. So uh, doesn't that suck that you're oh, yeah. in the burbs? I like it. I really oh, do. Whatever. Okay. So uh, you have these kids. Yep. When does Carrie start focusing on her career, and does that cause a fucking problem in your relationship? She's always focused on it. She's always been in the game, right. but more in the tri-state area. Right. And, you know, a couple of weeks a year she goes on the road and I right. stay home or whatever. Um, but she, lately, because the twins are now 16 mm-hmm. and the youngest is 11 and they're kind of, uh, you know, they're they're kind of autonomous people. Right. And they always have sleepovers at their right. friend's house anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's better for her to go out there now and do stuff. So right. she just did that Showtime, Women of a Certain Age right. thing. Right. And so, the, you know, little things are... Uh, oh, I wasn't asked to do that Showtime, Women of a Certain Age. Uh, you weren't? No. That's creepy. Yeah. That's facts. wrong. Yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that's all about. Is it a comedy special? Uh, I don't know. It's just five women who are over 50... Uh, telling jokes and she replaced um the uh transvestite uh it's not transvestite sorry, tra- transsexual sorry transgender, transgender. okay i'm, Fuck, I'm learning you're i'm learning i'm learning i'm learning okay, it's a yeah. process i thought a shiksa was a razor till two weeks ago that's Hello, nice Tom cutter hit it hey uh so uh yeah so she took over for what is the woman's name julia scotty that's it yeah yeah, Julia couldn't do it. Julia right. got ill or something. Yeah, yeah. And Carrie was a last minute fill in. But Carol Montgomery ran the whole thing, I think. she. Oh, it's it. on Showtime? It's going to be. Yeah, they filmed it. But she just. Oh, yeah, I saw that. She didn't yeah. put me on. Carol. How about those Red Sox? Uh, I think yeah, I did that show before. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, then maybe you've already done Fuck it. Fuck her! Okay. okay. Yeah. Fuck you, Carol, All you right. fucking asshole. Okay, there it is, everybody. Okay. Hey, everyone, you know. One of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great it is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? 
because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero. Okay. Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, Judy Gold 50 to get 50% off. That's code Judy Gold 50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. Let's get to. Let's get to it. It. <sighs> it. What yeah. we haven't talked about yet. Mm. America's Got Talent. You okay. go on. So my mother's death wasn't depressing enough. We're not going to go to this now. Is that what we're going to do? Unfortunately. Yes. Okay. All right. Your mother's death is in the part one. We're going to have two episodes okay. made out of this. So I like it. Okay. We have to have one depre- majorly depressing thing Excellent. in each episode. So well, the title of the show is "Kill Me Now." Yeah. yeah Kill me ahead. now. So um, you go to. 2007, did you do America's Got uh, Talent? 2012, 12. season seven. Oh, season seven, that's correct. Okay, so you do, like, what What makes you, like, I'm so fearful of that. First of all, as I said, I hate competitions. Mm. And second of all, you know me, I get up there and I'm whatever the fuck, I wing it a lot of the time. I talk to the, and like, so but putting But it's always together, hysterical, so I don't know you. why you were fearful of doing that show. To, of putting like five, you know, tight minutes. To, like Not even five, 90 seconds we had, 90 seconds on that show. Oh That's a minute and a half. Oh my God, yeah. how much did you have on Last Comic Standing? Uh, two minutes, I think, on Last Comic Standing, but AGT was 90 seconds. And it didn't matter if you were a juggler, a singer, a, you know, a comedian, you had 90 seconds. Fucking shit. That's yeah. even harder. Yeah. Okay. So you do, you do, you go into, what was the audition? It was, uh, uh well, they, every year until season seven, everybody had said, you got to do the show. It's, you know, I'm a rapid fire one liner right, kind of right. guy. And they say it's only 90 seconds, so you can get a lot of jokes in. Right. You should do it. And every year I'd say no, because I'd watch, we watched the show. We were fans of the show. Right. And Pierce Morgan had a stick up his ass and he Ugh, hated he's comics. He's so fucking so annoying. So he would eviscerate them. And right. I said, I'm not going to go on in front of 20 million viewers and watch and this guy. And have like fucking shit on Pierce, me. Yeah. I love Trump Morgan, yeah. fucking asshole. I, so I didn't want to deal with him. And then when he left and Howard Stern took his seat, now you had Sharon Osbourne, Howie Mandel. And, uh, Sharon Osbourne's yeah, Jewish, yeah. by the way. And, uh, and, and now Howard Stern. So you had three great judges for comedy. Right. And then uh, I said, I'm not getting any younger. And so I said, all right, what the hell, I'll do it. So I went and I auditioned and it, it went reasonably Where well. Where was the audition? At the Javits Center. And you'd go in a room? Well, if you have, I got, the, the Friars Club called on my behalf. Uh, mm-hmm. They said, you know, we had the guys in for lunch, the producers, and they were bitching about how they hated the comedians on the show right. this season. Well, you know, do you want to go in and do it? And I said, I will, but I don't want to stand in line for two days. And they said, it's the last day. Go in now. Uh, you know, you can get in and out in a couple hours, which I did. I was in and out in three hours, which I thought would be an all day right. camp out on the sidewalk overnight thing. So I was happy about that. And then they keep you hanging because they want to, you know. Wait, but you walk in the room and it's Howard, Howie, no, and Sharon? No, you walk in a room and it's a junior producer. It's some uh, fucking yeah, guy, Jewish guy, Craig Brownstein from Montreal. How old? Uh, he was uh, late 20s. Oh, exactly. God. Yeah. It makes me want to fucking vomit. I know. I know. And, and you got to get. Judging past you. him, he's and he judging decides. He, he is, decides. He's the gatekeeper. He decides whether or not. How did you he go fucking on in front get that the, job? He decided. So that you're in a room, and he's behind a he's desk. He's the only one sitting. At, yeah, at a desk, watching you. 
And so he said, Ugh. after my set, he said, all right, I'm going to move you on to the executives. It's NBC executives. No, no celebrities. Right. And uh, this time you walk in a room, there are a couple of cameramen uh, putting you on camera. And then there's this row. It's like uh, uh, the Last Supper. It's, it's uh, you know, they're stoic and they're staring at you. And they're all executives. Yeah. So we'll just do it. Yeah. NBC or, or right, right, AGT. Right. So uh, then they say, OK. How many of them are there? Probably six. Yeah, six of them. And they're just sitting there with their notepads and their- Jason you know. Raff, executive producer, uh, and a bunch of other people. Okay. And so Jason comes up to me afterwards and says, uh, look, uh, you know, we like it, uh, but I can't guarantee that you're going to get in the show. Uh, you know, we'll be in touch. And then- couple months go by. And what do you think at that point? Like, go fuck yourself? Or... No, I think I did the best I could in that room. You know why? Because I made the cameramen laugh. The two cameramen that were laughing. I have that was to- do you know what? Civilians were laughing. The, the Let stoic Let me tell people. you something. I have told, someone just tweeted this. I, some comic asked me, how do, you, how do you know you're funny? And I said, when the staff of the comedy club laughs. Yeah. That's true. That is you know, absolutely that true. That is yeah. the only, you know, because they've seen everything. But they're, your, they're right. also, you yeah. know, they're, I, they're more... I want to impress them more than right, I want to impress them. Right, of course. So anyway, they laughed, and so I I figured I did the best I could under those circumstances. If they don't call me, I know that reality is never reality, and this right. crap is going to go away. I had already been through that nightmare of, AG, of Last Comic yeah. Standing. So the phone rings later, and then they say, we want you in front of the celebrity judges. So people think when you come out in front of the celebrity judges on the show, it's your first audition. That was my third audition for these people. Uh, and so that Wait, went reasonably so, well. so that you went into the room in front of the celebrity judges? I went to the Hammerstein Ballroom is where they Okay. Had. But all day, you're backstage. I was backstage with the Sklar brothers. Oh, yes. Uh, and they were on my night. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, all day. You, I got there at 9 in the morning. I didn't go on until 10 o'clock at night. And you're in this holding room. And it's so horrible when you're waiting it's, around to do stand up. It's fucking that's why I always show up on my show like two seconds before I have to go on. And, well, smart. I wish I yeah. could have, but they demanded yeah. your call time was 9 a.m. And then they, uh, you know, everybody in the room is psycho. They're all right. want to be stars. And right. so the cockiest people who were are in the their worst. Room, they I know. They were the worst. And then the meek, quiet, quiet people on the sidelines are all the ones who moved it's on. It's like when you go to, to audition and yeah. you're like, someone comes in, like, and someone will come in and be like, hey, how you, you know, like they all know yeah. each other. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, just work with Bobby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how these you people know, work. Yeah, that's, I hate that shit. It's like, do your fucking, learn your fucking audition. Shut the fuck up. Okay, so. Um, so that goes reasonably well. I felt bad for the Sklar brothers. They got what? the X and the X you can hear. It reverberates throughout the entire building, not just the That's ball. really nice. And so, but backstage. when you walked in and it was Howie, Howard and Sharon. Yeah. Um, were they nice to you? They could not have been nicer. They were Isn't really, Howard really nice. Isn't Howard Stern the nicest person they in the They were so world. cool. Yeah. He in particular. Yeah, was, he's the nicest guy. Okay. He was really nice. Howie was great to me, yeah. and Sharon wanted the dogs, you know, later on in the right. in the season, but she was really nice to me, too. So okay. they were really, really good. So you walk in, you know you killed. Went pretty well. Okay. You leave. Yeah. Then what? They say, you're going to Vegas. They already tell you you're going to Vegas, right. which is the next round. And so- Who do you call first? Uh, well, my wife's already there, so mm-hmm. I'm talking to her. Uh, Tony Burton was my uh, agent at the time, mm-hmm. and he was there. Uh, so uh, those two knew right away. And then uh, later on, I called my family. They made you call because they want a camera in your face while right. you're calling your family. So I do all that. Who would you call your father? Uh, I called my sister, who was supposed to come down and right. be at the thing, but she couldn't make it. Because uh, your father had been like, what? Yeah. Yeah, my father would. I haven't heard of that. Ch- all right. So go ahead. So, uh, uh, so then... 
we're off to the races. And then we go to Vegas. We How do the soon Vegas after round. do you go to Vegas? Two weeks. About two weeks later, you go to Vegas. And are you like, oh, this is so exciting? Or I'm into it. Yeah. It's fun. You know, yeah. It's kind of you're along for the ride. Right. Uh, but they're hurting you like cattle. And they don't want to invest in a relationship with you then because they know that most of you are going to get thinned. Right. They're, they're going to get rid of you. So they're really curt and, and condescending and, right. and unpleasant to okay. you. And so you suck that up. And then there were uh, seven comics that made it to Vegas, and they liked the storyline of the oldest comic and the youngest comic moving on. So they got rid of the five, and they kept the oldest and the okay, youngest. So I who was were the, the one with the longest, the long in the tooth. I was the old. Okay, you know. so who were the comics? Oh, God. Uh, I Honestly, I don't even I don't Who was remember. the youngest? Uh, Jason Williams uh, was the guy. He was the youngest. He was only like 19 years mm-hmm. old at the time, like you were when you started. Yes. And then there was me. So right. they liked that concept of the okay. old and the young coming out of it. And uh, then after Vegas, you go to live shows. Then it's live. So it's that night in Vegas, it wasn't all comics. It was everyone, right? Yeah. Oh, everybody that had moved okay. out to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you... You know, after that night, that you're moving on, or yeah, did, they did, do the big thing where they come out on stage and they say, uh, "I've got some bad news for you. Uh, you have to cancel your plans because you're going to New York." Yeah, and don't then, you yeah. fucking hate that yeah, shit? It's all did crap. you think you? And they say to you, "We want a big reaction, whether it's uh, happy or sad. We I know. want a big reaction." I from did you. Celebrity Wife Swamp. It's it was all, like yeah. it's all fake. All right, so okay, so did. Jason Williams, is that his name? Yeah, he moved on and I moved on. We were the two that came out of, emerged from Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Then you go to New York. Yeah. Uh, how many weeks later? We were in New York because they moved the whole show to New York for Howard Stern, because every year before and since, right. it's been in LA. Uh, so, yeah, we were. I was the only comic, the only contestant in the finals that got to sleep in my own bed right. at night. They were all transplants from right. everywhere else. Uh, so that was fun. That was a great ride, great summer, a so lot of fun. you went, how many shows did you, you can't, you were the semifinalist, the, the runner-up? Yeah, runner-up. So we went all the way to the end, uh, and then... And the dog so wins. The dog, dogs, Z- plural, yeah. 23 dogs. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. And... So they tell you, like every time you you're up there, every time you go on the show, mm-hmm. and you're waiting to find out, like what the audience when you're standing the there, yeah, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Are you freaking out? Do yes. you not care? Do you care? Like I'm now into this. I've, right. I've lost 15 pounds. I have acne and diarrhea. Right. I'm, it's it's in my head. It's right. all I'm thinking about. I just don't want to look like an ass in right. front of because it's not just 20 million people watching you. It's your dad. Your oh brothers yeah, and of sisters, course. Yeah. Your friends from high school. Your right. wife's family. Your children are right. now watching. So uh, I was very. It was very intense, and I never expected to make it even to the quarterfinals. Right. So this was all just a great little ride at the end and so yeah i lose to the dog act at the end because uh, america like screws did up voting you think you felt you like know. hillary clinton yeah a little bit okay yeah, i did okay. Yeah, yeah okay um, so you you lose sorry um yeah, to a dog act yeah but i was the top human finisher that right. season yeah so that uh i i and it's all because of sharon osborne she really liked it. Well, it's America. America votes. And oh, right. America voted for the dogs. Fuck and that was you. it. All right. Yeah, that's the way it is. Uh, the sand okay. artist would have won. I will tell you a little inside thing. The sand artist had this great story about 9-11. Right. And we filmed our final episode on September 12th in New York. Right. And he had this great story about the trade centers right. coming down and the sand art to... Uh, 
uh, Proud to be an American, I think was the soundtrack. And that would have slayed in New York, but they wouldn't let him do it. They lied to him and said, uh, we couldn't get the rights to the song, which he found out later was crap. Why uh, wouldn't they let him do it? Because I think they just, whatever. Because of the topic? I guess. Yeah, they were too uptight about it. Right. But I think he would have won. Okay. So what happens from that? So you're standing there, you find out the dog wins. Do you shit in your pants? Are you like, what's going on? During the commercial breaks, they have a million commercial breaks leading up to it uh, because they're whores and they want to sell stuff. And you're standing there the whole time. Yeah, I know. I did Chopped, Celebrity Chopped and and Chopped All-Stars, whatever. And it's like, you stand there forever. Bullshit drama. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm in my head saying, if you lose, lose gracefully. And if you win, don't look like a jackass. That's all that's going in my head. And so I lose and I'm pretty gracious, I think. I didn't say, I made right. one joke. I said, I'm going to fall down the stairs. To, Nick Cannon is the host. Right. And he says, what are you going to do now? And I said, I'm going to fall down these stairs, sue this place, and I'm going to get my own million dollars. And that right. was the only joke. But the confetti was falling, and right. you know, not everyone heard it. But um, And then I said, congratulations to the Alate dogs. It really is a good story. Right. They're American dream. They come right. as immigrants, and they win the whole thing. Right. So, um, And then all of a sudden, your flavor of the month, because, you know, this is right. the biggest show, right. you know, Ever. it's prime time and right. all that stuff. But you can't capitalize on it. You have to go right to Vegas and do the AGT live show because you signed right. so something you early on right. saying, saying in the unlikely will, oh, right, event right. that you make the finals, we own you. And they did own me. And uh, so I went for four months and did Vegas for not a lot of money, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot less than we were being offered at the time. You're never mm-hmm. going to get offered the money you get offered right. after that. And we had to turn down a lot of it because we had to, uh, you know, did you like months later? Did you get? More yeah, club we started. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So and we snuck out. We had one dark night a week and I would fly out the night before on a red eye and go bang out whatever corporate I could on right. that one night off and then come back. And um, so. How, uh, how long did you do that for? Four months? Two months in the fall and two months in the spring. Ugh. Yeah. Without and nobody family. wanted to be there. They were all right. bitter. The dogs were the only ones happy to be there. Everybody else Let me was tell you pissed something. off. Vegas, like, it's so depressing to perform oh. in Vegas. For it's four hard. months. Forget it. I kill myself. You see the dark underbelly right. of Vegas That is killed that me long. now. It's right not there. on the street. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It is. You know I love my liquid IV that I drink liquid IV pretty much every day. And I love it because it keeps me hydrated. I travel with it because it's in little packets. It tastes great. It's an amazing product. It hydrates better than water alone, three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO. But here's the best part. You know I've been bragging about Ben, my son Ben, who plays basketball, his team, his entire team, they love Liquid IV. I mean, they are number four in the nation. They are an amazing team. They've done better than ever this year. Dare I say it's because of the Liquid IV? I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm telling you, these athletes love Liquid IV. They love all the flavors, strawberry, lemonade. I love the watermelon. I never give them any of my watermelon. They have sugar-free, white peach, green grape, lemon, lime. It makes you feel great. And if you need a little caffeine, the the, uh, lemon ginger is beyond, beyond. And I know they use it while they're working out. I'm pretty sure they might use it after a game that they won and went out and had, you know, a couple of drinky poos. But that being said, 
I love Liquid IV. They're a great sponsor. They're a great product. And I honestly couldn't live without them. And it's winter still. You need to be hydrated. Hydration is very important. So weekends are for going wild, as you all know. Have a game plan for Monday. That's what you need. I just had this conversation with Ben's girlfriend. I said, if you're going to go out and party, you need a game plan. And what's your game plan? Liquid IV. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at liquidiv.com. You're welcome! All right, time goes on. You get your life goes back to normal. How do you get you get asked back to do this? I went back the next year for season uh, eight for right. just as a returning guest, and then I hosted the Snapple viewing party or whatever. Right. And and so I was still in good standing right. with them. They were great. And then when they decided to do Champions, which was this year, uh, they said it was you know going to be a celebration of all the got talent so it's britain's got talent france's got talent germany's right. russia everybody uh and we're gonna you know it's going to be a, a celebration of 13 years of america's got right. talent and all the other got talents do you want to be a part of it and right. i said hell yeah i want to be a part of it so uh we filmed it in september and for five months i sat on that uh nauseating night uh and it just aired two weeks ago so you couldn't talk about it. No. For the for this last one, you only you it's only one night. One well, unless you move on to the finals, you're one and done. They take two a night. One is a golden buzzer. One of the the four judges. There's five nights, four judges and a host. Each gets a golden buzzer. So uh, that's how they influence it. And the right. rest of it is what they call super fans, which are fans that are literally in the basement of the Pasadena Civic Auditorium where we film the show, uh, watching live on a screen. Right. And they're the ones voting. And they allegedly represent every state because they're like would, a jury of your peers. Yeah. They're okay. all Connecticut. I mean, uh, California residents, right. but they, you know, have an uncle from Kentucky. Right. So or, that, yeah. that's so, very fair. Yeah. So uh, so they vote. One person through, and then the golden buzzer gets voted through. Okay, so, so my my night, Paul Potts, who won Britain's Got Talent, was the one that the super fans voted through, and the golden buzzer was a girl named Angelica Hale, who's great. She got the golden buzzer her season. Little singer, unbelievable. What the talented. fuck? The golden buzzer means you can't. It means you automatically go through to the right. Finals. Okay. Yeah. So how many people were on that night? Twelve, I believe. So you have a two out of 12 chance. So I knew I wasn't going to make the finals. Right. But I certainly know, didn't know that the arrogant, pompous prick was going to X me. Now, you never had worked with him before. Never. Did you see his face during the, like, you're up there, you're doing it. No, I'm not paying attention to him. I'm making eye contact with everybody And are you thinking, I'm killing? I'm thinking Because you were killing. It's going you were killing. Reasonably well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that was my fear, Judy, was that we filmed it in September, and he's the creator of the show. So right. I thought, he gave me an X. I was the only X of the night. They're going to make him look good and make me look like a jackass. But the week before, the Wednesday before it aired, Jason Raff, the executive producer, called me and said, look, 
you know, we're not throwing you under the bus. We're going to show it the way it happened. And the way it happened was he gave me an X and everybody was flabbergasted. And then they booed him. Uh, the audience booed yes, him. Yes, I, kn- I and, noticed that. They, you got a standing they, ovation. They cut out a lot of the booing, though. And they cut out a lot of the uh, judges shitting all over Simon right. because he gave me the X. They put some of it in, which I was happy about. Right. But he said, for time, we can't show everything that happened. We're going to make Can sure you that get you look. The, you got to get the footage. I don't know if they, they wouldn't let us have any of the footage from season Fuck. seven. So we're trying, but uh, you got to get that footage. I would love it. Uh, but anyway, he uh, he said it was ordinary. He said my act yeah, was I know. ordinary I, that yeah. night. And then, uh, uh, you know, I, here's the thing. I'm watching him and his, you know, you watched it, yeah. too. Yeah. He's making a it, to me. It looked like he was so jealous that he could never do this. You know what I mean? Like, that was the thing I got off of his face. Like, oh, I, I'll never be able to do this because I'm not smart enough. And, uh, you know, I know nothing about comedy because I'm a miserable fuck. And, you know, he, I swear to God, it looked like raging envy in his face with his stupid fucking smirk. And it was ridiculous. And the audience fucking loved you. Uh, well, he did not. And he had the X that he was able to press. And um, He's a fuck. But okay. I thought, you know, Terry Crews was kind of, he's the new host, was mm-hmm. on my side. And I thought they were going to cut out his comments, but they didn't. And they were going to cut out, you know, Mel B and Heidi and Howie's comments. Yeah. Which they did cut them down, but they didn't. And they what? cut my set down dramatically, right. too. What but did Howie say? Howie was very kind to me like, beforehand, before yeah. I even started. And then afterwards, yeah, he was very kind Yeah, what did he say after? Uh, he said, I couldn't disagree more, which is what Heidi said with Simon. Uh, you know, I, he said... Um, I was slick. He said, you're a slick comic. Uh, you've been around for a long time. Uh, uh, you're great. Uh, he was just really nice to me. He's, he was nice to me all season seven, right. too. He was really, really good to me. And season eight when did I came either, up. Did anyone come up to you after and say, Simon's a fucking piece of shit? A lot of people did. And a wow. lot of people had their own hypotheses for why he did what, that. What were some of the hypotheses? One was because it was a last minute decision. First of all, they told me I was going to have two trained dogs. The, it was their idea to come right. out with two trained dogs because right. I lost to a dog act. And that was the, the, right. the backstory they were doing on me. And so we were going to have peanut butter behind my ears and two little dogs licking my ears right. as I came out and they were going to do one little trick and then run off to their handlers right. and the day before they said we can't afford it it's 4000 for the trained dogs and we're not going to pay it which yeah they can't the time, afford it the time I was yeah. like oh that's unfortunate how much is Simon getting for that yeah well no every other act had a full orchestra right, a band right, right. models dancers yeah. everybody else and, you, and you're going to you can't afford yeah, it can't yeah. two, but I was alright with that anyway they gave me one of the stage hands literally a key grip had a mutt and they said do you want to and I said I'll, do, I'll still do the yeah. dog gag if you guys want but I got to use this dog and the dog yeah. was terrified at rehearsal right. um, and so um, when I came out with the dog, I decided at the last minute, literally at the last minute, to name the dog Simon Growl. That's what I said. Right. And some people thought that pissed him off. Some people think uh, when I mentioned that I I said I love animals, they're delicious, and he's an right. animal lover, and that might have pissed him right. off. But most people think it's because Stern liked me, and he has not moved down anyone in the competition that wasn't one, right. he wasn't a judge for. Right. Uh, so uh, Taylor Williamson was the other comic, and he, was, he didn't ex him, but he was very unkind to him. Uh, with his comments, and he was unkind to me, and he was unkind to other acts that weren't weren't on when he was on the show. The only people he's been not nice to were people who were under the Stern or right. previous regimes. So that's uh, 
Another idea, you know, it may have been that he just thought I was ordinary and I sucked, which is no, fine. I he's don't allowed. Think so. to, he's but allowed also, to have that opinion. I hate people. This is a fucking. This pisses me. This will kill me now. People who are fucking prick, asshole, fuckhead, nasty, cocksuckers, who are love animals. Like I hate people like that. They're fucking assholes in life, mm. and they're animal advocates. Yeah, and he's not a he. Stole, he impregnated his best friend's girlfriend. Right. Yeah. He's a uh, fucking a, asshole. A, but, you know, I can't wait to He do created the show. the show. Yeah. And uh, the show was the best thing that ever happened in my career. So I, I ha can't lose perspective right. of that. Right. But when they got us on the phone for countless conference calls before we did yeah. this thing, they kept saying it's going to be a love fest. And the first set I submitted to them had a Trump impression and an ISIS joke in it. And they said, no. What if Trump gets impeached? What if there's an ISIS attack? Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't let me do that yeah. set. And I said, uh, you know, those are two of my best bits right now. I'm closing with those. Right. Can I do those? No, you can't do it. They didn't even run it past NBC standard of practices. Oh, they said I couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, because they're afraid. So I chose the other set. I come out and, uh, you know, Trump hasn't been impeached. And there wasn't an ISIS attack, which I would have loved to have done. But I did the second set and they kept saying to me, don't worry about whatever material you do. It's a love fest. It's going to be a celebration. Right. It's going to be love. And so the ex was just, are you shitting me? Right. Really? So when Seriously? you heard it, were you like, oh, fucking it shit. It reverberated through my body. Right. Like I had never been that you close You were to so classy. Oh, I was just inside. I'm like, are you kidding me really and yeah because i knew how many people were going to and then you the had show. to go home and sit on that did you tell For anyone oh yeah i told everybody i told all my friends and my right. family i said you know don't expect a lot when this is right. on it's going to be a train wreck and the, to their credit they left a lot in that i thought they were going to cut out so, so the you're whole time, happy with like, the editing they're going to eviscerate me they're going right. to make me look like because i don't know if you remember in what last anxiety? comic standing yeah they put the sound of crickets behind a couple oh of i comics. know it was so fucking clearly and, there and, were no crickets in the comics comedy yeah and comics are judging uh, no Mm. Um, you yeah. should be applauded for the way you behave. Well, you're very kind. You're very was... classy, and you're happy with the way they edited it. I, I mean, was you expecting the worst and hoping for the best. I would have loved for them to put in a few more of my lines, right. uh, of my act. I would have loved for them to put more of the boo. The booing went on for right. 30 seconds. They showed about 10 seconds, five right. seconds of it. Uh, and then um, Mel B had a very funny uh you know, reply to Simon saying, basically, you know, you're not listening, you're not right. watching, you're not tuned in tonight. Right. They didn't put that in. And then uh, Howie had another nice comment um, saying, you know, that Simon was completely out of bounds. But uh, I'm OK with the way they edited it. All right. Could have been better. Could have been a lot worse. And it's hel is it helping you? It's done all right, actually. It's, Good. Uh, I expected... Uh, People to call me up and say we're canceling Tom no, for this no, week no. or whatever. And, uh, Good of, for you. It's um, it, well, you know, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Well, it could have been a better outcome. Fuck you, Simon. Um, before we mm. end, yeah, because I have to go do this. Fuck it. I, know. You gotta, um, I always know. ask my guests two questions. Mm -hmm. um, I think I know the answer to the first. We're, you know, I'm very pro mental health because I. So I have terrible anxiety. Do you have any mental health issues? Uh, not diagnosed. Really? Yeah, yeah. But I think we all. I think all. Yeah. Comics, oh, we're fucking mental. Clown. We're all mental. Yeah. So I, you know, clinical depression, anxiety, anxiety. Um, I have terrible ADD. You know, it's just horrible. I'm on a lot of meds. So we always ask if you've ever been on medication, mental health medication. Uh you know, 
I had ADD when I was a kid before right. it was diagnosed right. as ADD. We were called hyper. Yeah, and that's what my mother... Judith, you're so goddamn hyper! That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. So uh, I started smoking pot because I had five Same. older siblings Same. early. Yeah. And I have... That's been my go-to Good. for a long, long time. Yeah. And I couldn't be more thrilled that it's legal in many states now, and I'm a big proponent of that. Same. Um, so, I've been self-medicating for years, but now I, I have to. Yeah, yeah, but I don't drink a lot. My mom yeah. was an alcoholic. Yeah, and so I, that's I, good. Uh, and I, I, you know what? In high school, I could fake being sober when I was high. Right. I could not do it when I was drunk. When right. I was drunk, I'd slur or I'd right. stumble. Yeah, you could I'd snap out smell, of it. You know? Plus, when we were in high school, the pot was not the way it is now. It wasn't. And yeah. I had Visine and gum with me all the time. Yeah, and same. no one knew when I was high. Right. But uh, they did when I was drinking. And I liked that control thing. And right. so it's always been my go-to. So same. instead of Xanax or right. Prozac, it's been, that's my, uh, my go-to. Excellent. Uh, the last and final question is, you know, we are called Kill Me Now. What pisses you off more than anything in the entire fucking world? Like, makes you crazy. And it could be anything. It could be, like, a pothole. It could be, like, an asshole on their phone. Like, I always use this example, which I shouldn't. But I hate when people are on their fucking phones and walking up the stairs of the subway, like, really slow. When I have fucking a place to go. All right. So what really pisses you off? Well, a lot of things do. Most recently, of course, Simon giving me an X yeah, when I him. was blindsided by that. Right. And they, you know, I felt like I was... Uh, he looked like such an asshole. I felt like yeah. I've been really good to that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did the dog and pony show right. when I didn't have to. I could have right. bailed. Uh, and I, uh, I've i always been a team player for them. So I really felt like uh, betrayed by that. Um, so that's the most recent thing. But in life, what pisses me off, uh, you know, this is going to be stupid, but I, I hate religion extremism oh, in any religion same, but same. specifically unfortunately the the one that's most violent now is uh islamic yeah. i'm sorry uh, you know i'm sorry to be uh, right. politically, politically incorrect, incorrect about that but right now uh that seems to be uh, i just don't know why anyone's religion allows you to Female Murder. circumcision, kill right. people, you know, not allow women to go to school. Yeah, female, and, the females. Um, yeah, I and, know. And just obviously the, the law, unbelievable yeah. suicide bombings and everything. Yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. And Letterman said that after 9-11. He said, if you live to be a thousand, will you ever understand this? And to this day, I don't. Right. And I just, uh, but I know there are uh, Christians that are, uh, you know, blowing up abortion right. clinics and stuff. So I'm not, I'm not singling out. I'm just saying that any religious extremism that causes death or, you know, things that are supposed to be against religion right. is just the ultimate hypocrisy and I can't stand it. I I agree with you. Oh, I mean, religion for me, you know, I'm a Jew, uh, but it's about community. It's about, you know, making the world a better place. It's about tradition, yeah. you know, and that's it, you know? Yeah. And and do, knowing what to do, like in death and in birth and, in, you know, just having these customs, customs, you yes. know? What the, I can't, you know, even the evangelicals who'd like let fucking Trump get away with being a fucking piece of shit, hypocrite, misogynist, liar, you know, I I just, it's, ugh. Yeah. So I, I, and this goes back, if you're going to do the Christian thing, this goes back to Jim Jones and all the other. Oh, exactly. I mean, just horrible, horrible behavior under the guise of of being a devout And it's a lazy way to live. It's a lazy way because, you know, uh, 
you know, it tells you, oh, this is how I'm supposed to behave. This is how I'm supposed to react. This is, you know, yeah. instead of just having your own fucking thoughts. Yeah. And so when the like, what the, about the Catholic priests? Oh, now they're oh. now they're uncovering the nuns. And I grew been, up in all yeah. that, you know, and so did you I, ever get molested? No, I didn't. No. Do you and, feel upset uh, about that? <laughs> Tom Herrera does that funny I, bit. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I, I have uh, just you know, horrible right. memories of my childhood. Right. And there were some inappropriate things that happened, but right. nothing to that extreme. Right. And, you know, it, it, obviously, I, I, my gaydar goes off uh, with my own parish priest right. now. I mean, I know these guys are – you're not being um, – uh, celibate, right. whether whether you're a heterosexual or a, het- or a homosexual, it doesn't matter. You're not being celibate, right, right, right. and that's you're, you're, you took a vow, right. an oath of celibacy, and which to, I find to involve at, little girls and little boys right. in that is just satanic. Sick. It's not even. I mean, that's the opposite. Of I find religion. the celibacy thing ridiculous so do because I. they also counsel mar- married people. It's like you don't. I don't know. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. When Carrie and I got married yeah. pre-Cana, we had to go in and have a guy who's never uh, been, been in a relationship right, right. tell me how to be a good married guy. Yeah, go fuck yourself. It's hypocrisy. Tom, I can't thank you enough for uh, this. Yes, you can. Yes, but, uh, I can. You can. You can thank you, thank me. you, thank you. You I'm are thrilled. a thank fucking me... joy, delight. I'm, I hate Simon. Thank you. Um, I only wish you and your three sons and your wife And your two the boys, best. Right? Yes, two. I have two boys. Yeah. Um, and I just wish you the success because right you're fucking you. great. You're I, just a I'm fucking great always guy. Always been a huge fan oh, of Judy Gold. Stop. Always will be. Thank you. And everyone should tune in and go see her live whenever she's in your area. Thank you. Oh, Tom. Money in the bank. Um, Tom, where do people find you on social media? Uh, and grind, by grinder and uh, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cotter. Com- really? That's I don't know. I just okay. Felt like Tom it. Cotter comic is my uh, Instagram and Twitter, and uh, I'm easy to find on Facebook. Right. And my website is tomcotter.com. I hate social media. I know it's horrible. Um, Tom, I can't again. Thank you. It was an honor only, to soil only your airwaves with you. my crap. Thank we you. We loved it. And uh, as we always say, so long. <laughs> Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.